Greetings, Earthlings! Are you a fan of sci-fi? Are you a fan of Nazis? Then you've come to the right place. You've come to the good, the bad, and the movies this week for our special 4th of July week episode. My name's Brandon. I'm Devin. And this is the good, the bad... Whoa, whoa! Who, who, who's who, this? We, we've got we've got weird signals coming in. We've got We've got a third party coming in. We've got a guest star. And it's our friend, Liz. It's Alyssa. <laughs> She's here joining us today for our special viewing of Iron Sky. Um, can we go over how you said if you're a fan of Nazis, you've come <laughs> to the right place? Do we need to clarify it all? Or? It's 2021. You know, if it were when this movie released, 2012, where this movie was made as a satire for Nazis... We would have to clarify, but now that it's 2020, after the whole, like, twenty it's 2021, but after 2020 with, like, the George Floyd stuff and neo-Nazis kind of coming back, we I might... Guess, I guess Nazis are just okay now. We Well, not okay, but we might get a following that we're not <laughs> expecting <laughs> oh, for this okay. episode. So, um, yeah. Iron Sky, released in 2012, like I said, and I hope you're a fan of sci-fi and Nazis, I guess. Yeah, did clarify i don't like nazis i don't like nazis i don't like nazis okay all right all right let's get into it um this is our fourth of july episode so as as an homage to america we just had some cheddar jalapeno bratwurst before getting on and today usually up to this point we've been doing the same beer for two weeks so we should have done summer honey but you know we can't leave america hanging like that so, Devin, what are we drinking today? We're really, really sucking America's dick and it's <laughs> spitting out Bud Light at us. Bud Light. <laughs> Liz, what do you think about Bud Light? No. Hard pass? Hard pass. It's not bad. I mean, It's bad. There's a reason why America drinks it so much. I guess. I mean, I think it's because it's cheap and uh, we as Americans have standards lower than the rest of the world. <laughs> but... I'm still tolerating it. I'm drinking it, at least. Yeah, I mean, I'm here. I'm not. We're not going to be here <laughs> later, though. Oh! But, yeah. Um, Bud Light. Um, America's beer. Maybe it's Budweiser. I don't know. We like to save our calories, folks. We're on a diet. I'm a fat piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Bud Light. Um, drink it. There's our advertiser sponsor <laughs> for this episode. Pay us hundreds of dollars now, Bud Light. Hundreds of you're a cheap man. All I said was drink it. You expect? <laughs> I said Bud Light, drink it. In Transformers Four, all they did was show a can, and they got million. That's true, but we're not as big as Transformers Four yet. Yet, <laughs> yet. we're talking to you. Our twenty followers now. We're up like one. Maybe soon the Nazis will join in. Oh, we'll be up to yeah. like 30 or 40. Mm-hmm. Once all the 20 Nazis c- join in. Yep. That's exactly what we were hoping for to get this <laughs> yeah. podcast started. 
But, okay, let's talk about the movie. We are watching the 2012 sci-fi release of Iron Sky. Kind of hard to find, but it's on Amazon Prime for free. So if you want to watch, jump right on. Um, I'm going to be saying some stuff, and you're not going to know any of it, because it's actually a Finnish film um, from Finland. That's what Finnish also, means. Also, produced, or what's it called, The uh, published by the same company that publishes Peppa Pig Entertainment One. You sound like you've got a kid there, Devin. You yeah. watch a lot of Peppa? Yeah, watch a lot of Peppa and Yo Gabba Gabba. Coco Melon? Not Coco Melon. Mm. I don't like Coco Melon. But does your kid like Coco Melon? I don't care what my kid likes. <laughs> <laughs> I watch Peppa and he's also there for it. <laughs> okay. All right. So, like I said, you might not know a lot of these names moving forward, but I'm going to say them anyway. Um, director Timo Warrensola. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's my dad. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Your dad. Timo Gorgonzola. <laughs> Gorgonzola. He's a blue cheese. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's known for movies such as Star Wreck in the Perkening and um, Iron Sky 2, The Coming Race. No way. Yes. No I way. I was hiding this from you guys <laughs> that there is an Iron Sky 2. Um, the writer, the screenplay was by Michael Kalasnico. And Timo Vorensola. But the original concept was by Jarmo Puscala and based on a story by Johanna Sinisalo. I'm surprised that there was original story before starting this. They, I noticed they say story and not novel or, <laughs> or book. It was actually just written on a napkin. Yeah, no, it wasn't even at written. At the diner in at Filbert, a, Pennsylvania. It was at a bar and he was drinking like, like a Bud Light. He was drinking a Bud Light. Oh. And he was like, space Nazis. They were like, God damn it. <laughs> That's the whole... <laughs> Call up the Peppa Pig. <laughs> They'll clear this. We need them now. <laughs> um, but yeah, and our cast features... Julia Dietze, Christopher Kirby, Gultz Otto, Udo Kier, and Peter Sargent. Um, Liz, what's your favorite Gultz Otto movie? Peppa Pig. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he, he is the famous <laughs> voice of Peppa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the female pig. <laughs> Gultz Otto <laughs> is Peppa, the female pig. Um... But that's kind of our background. Like I said, I didn't expect you to know a whole lot, but we'll kind of get into it. Our plot of the movie is that in the last moments of World War II, a secret Nazi space program evaded destruction by fleeing to the dark side of the moon. And during the 70 years of utter secrecy, the Nazis construct a gigantic space fortress with a massive armada of flying saucers. When American astronaut James Washington puts down his lunar lander a bit too close to the secret Nazi base, the Führer decides the glorious moment of retaking the Earth has arrived sooner than expected. Yes. Also, I notice in that description, they there were two astronauts who landed a lunar lander. Correct. They just forgot about we the don't first care one. About the other yeah, one. Well, yeah. he dies in like a second. Yeah, in a cheesy way. <laughs> so up to this point, we've done films that you guys have probably known with cats, and I don't know, maybe you guys know of this thing called Transformers, and uh, probably, probably not. not in The Happening, but 
This one's a little more obscure, but we needed something that really screamed America. Beating space Nazis. We need to re- remain supreme, I guess, and that's what we're doing here, mm-hmm. drinking our Bud Light. <laughs> and um, so I took German two years in high school, so this is really my shining moment when I said Führer. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, I got I got an A in both semesters. I'm going to write this Imagine. in my journal when I get home. <laughs> I was a uh, German club vice president. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was the person who put on our Oktoberfest party. There were only two people in it. Wrong. President and vice president. No, they were like, <laughs> they were like 30 or 40. But I didn't want to be president because it was too much mm. responsibility. Yeah. You wanted to be the Fuhrer. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> but say it correctly. I don't, you know, I don't want to say that word correctly. Hmm. Because of religious reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Um, I religiously okay. identify as an American. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, us Americans are going to talk about the history of the movie now. <laughs> and I had a real hard time finding any history about this movie. Cats was obviously a play beforehand. Transformers had the TV series and the toys. and the- I, I'm telling you, this was a drunk idea at a local... <laughs> pub in finland although the happening didn't have a whole lot of history but here we go anyways so as for history the original idea like i said was conceived by jarmo puskala in a dream <laughs> that's that's the story. i forgot i wrote this down that's the story by him it came to him in a dream and he told the director timo Voronsola about his dream god i can't even read this in a sauna and Warren Solo replied he would make it into a film only if they got Udo Kier to act in it and Layback to make the soundtrack. So I guess they got Layback, but it was theatrically released throughout Europe in April of 2012 at the 62nd Berlin International Film Festival in the Panorama Special section. It was released in Finland on the 4th and Germany on the 5th of April, running in major cinemas, and in the UK... There was some controversy regarding the decision of the distributor, Revolver Entertainment, to release the film only for one day, causing the filmmakers to issue a public condemnation of their UK distributor and accusing Revolver of misleading them. Following high demand from the film's online fan base, Revolver revised its decision and Iron Sky's UK cinema release was extended. There's also a director's cut of the film with 20 additional minutes. And it was released on DVD and Blu-ray on March 11th of 2014, two years later. Wait, did we? Did, were we able to see the director's cut? We did not watch the director. It's only available on the DVD and Blu-ray. We missed 20 minutes of glorious space Nazi ass-kicking action. Glory to God. Glory to God. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a sad man that we missed that. Do you wish we would have seen the extended no, cut? I would have passed out. This one was hard enough. This was action-packed. 20 more minutes? Yeah, right. This was action-packed with German subtitles. My favorite thing to fall asloop to. (laughs) German favorite (laughs) lullaby. You you plug in your AirPods at night and listen to... I guess you can't listen to German stuff. Yeah, you just listen to German. Hitler's uh, (laughs) speeches. It's just an audiobook of Mein Kampf. (laughs) She falls asleep to. Um, But yeah... That's that's my history. Devin, you want to talk about the budget a little bit? 
Oh boy, do I. So, uh, the budget was <laughs> a paltry seven and a half million dollars. Um, it, wow. It made only $122,000 in the USA. So, like, people make more than that in a year working. And, uh, apparently it made $10 million overwide. This, worldwide, rather. That's yeah. gonna be my starting salary as a pharmacist in a year, <laughs> is the budget of this film in the US. But, in all honesty, is a budget of seven point five million. They had the special effects weren't bad. They, they were had pretty good. Decent. I mean, they you definitely noticed that they used the Instagram lo-fi filter throughout all of the <laughs> Dark Side of the yeah, Moon yeah, scenes, yeah. but it wasn't bad. I mean, Star Wars one, like the first Star Wars that ever came out, yeah, had worse special effects. Not than Phantom this. Menace, which whichever was the first one that came out, yeah, in nineteen seventy. I guess it was 1970 to be fair, but <laughs> a 42-year difference. But. Yeah, seven and a half million. I'm saying right now, if you gave me seven and a half million, I couldn't have done the. I'm saying list. right now, if I had a, a dream about space Nazis, I wouldn't get seven and a half million to make a movie. <laughs> what was your last dream? Oh shit! Uh... We're gonna make it into a movie. Oh god, what was it? It was this morning. It was about something real. Oh, I was work. Oh god, it was something about like a dirty blanket, which sounds weird. But I like had to wash it, but my washing machine wasn't working. So I think I had to like do like this epic journey to like a laundromat, but like everything was in my way, and I just wanted to get to the laundromat. It's a film about trials and tribulations yeah, yeah, of laundry. Yeah, there's, there's a moral, it's like like a really like undercut theme about the different socioeconomic classes in the U.S. and the distribution of wealth. Ex. Yeah, you know, I don't think my subconscious was digging that that deep into socioeconomic problems and wealth inequality, but I think we can make it into a movie. Honestly, <laughs> all right, I'll call it um, Peppa Pig. Yeah, um, they seem open. Who, who was it? Um, Revolver it, Entertainment. Yeah. Give us seven and a half million right now, and we will make you guys stars. But I'm only doing it if we have James Otto or whatever it was. Um. Gultz Auto. <laughs> I'm only doing it if we have Gultz Auto. <laughs> Perfect. Um, what did you think of the budget? What did you think of how it was executed with seven and a half million? I have no concept of how much seven and a half million is for a movie. Um, let's backtrack. So, but great. Cats had seventy million. Transformers had like a hundred and twenty or 200 something. Two hundred million. Two hundred million. And I think The Happening had like sixty-five million. So not a lot. For this. Seven and a half million? Yeah. No, not... I think they did not You've got to pay the, the directors the and the actors. I mean, they weren't oh, the, like huge... The film yeah. crew. The film crew. The doing the special effects, the staging. Yeah. What do yeah, you think? I think they killed it. There we go. That's all. If we have Liz's approval, that's we're on we board. That's, that's all that matters. Do, do you me. approve of our laundry socioeconomic movie? I do approve that one. That Revolver one's Revolver Entertainment, you hear it now. <laughs> we are making this <laughs> This movie. one will be big. Bigger than the moon. Mm-hmm. There you go. Or Nazis. Bigger than Nazis. <laughs> On the moon. On the moon. Perfect. All right. Guys, it's time for some Cats Facts. Cats Facts! Just cut it out, you morons. These folks are Nazis. And I mean the real McCoy. They've been hiding out on the moon just waiting to pounce. Now, my question is... What do y'all plan to do about it? First Cats fact. This is one of the most expensive 
finished films of all time. False. Wait, <laughs> was this a true false quiz? <laughs> it, it was multiple choice. Oh. <laughs> a, true. <laughs> B, false. Oh, okay. C, yes. D, no. E, all of the above. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to go with uh, B. False. Yeah. Wrong. Really? Up to this point, it was one of the most expensive Finnish films of all time at seven and a half million. Are they all awful? That's so cheap. I'm not a connoisseur of Finnish cinema. But you were vice president of the German club, but you don't know Finnish movies. Finland and Germany are two different <laughs> countries, no, but Liz. <laughs> I think she's saying that you seem well-versed in yes, multi- there we go. multiple cultures. And I think she's trying to kind of combine countries together and kind of use stereotypes that seems like some nazi shit (laughs) (laughs) germany did not invade finland during world war ii okay i didn't know that either liz what year was world war ii um 1936 devin what year was world war ii it ended in 1945 correct and i think the u.s joined in 1941 yeah and I'm American, so that's all I care about. <laughs> no, I think it started in, uh, I think she was pretty close, probably like 1936. 1937, yeah. you. Were, oh, I'm so good. You guys are doing good, and you you nailed all of them. Yeah, Pearl Harbor, bro. <laughs> you passed history class, didn't you? No, I was in Civil Air Patrol. And oh. uh, what was it? It's, <laughs> they pounded World War II propaganda in your head in Civil Air Patrol? Yeah. I don't know if it's propaganda, it's not if propaganda. it's against Nazis. Can you have propaganda against Nazis? It's it's um it's American it's American propaganda in Germany during World War II. Reverse propaganda because everybody has their own sides of the story. Except, well, I mean, even after hearing the Nazi side of the story, I don't think I I don't think it's propaganda. <laughs> still, <laughs> I'll I will take your I will not fight you on <laughs> on this debate of propaganda. But let's get to our next Cats Fact. Cats Facts. Cats Facts. This film won Best Visual Effects at the second AACTA Awards, which is the Australian Academy of Cinema and Television Arts Awards. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are just staring at me. Blank face. Yeah. This won Best award? Visual Effects at the... Australian Academy of Cinema and Television Arts Awards. I'm, I mean, the special effects were good. Like, genuinely, the first scene of the space lander landing yeah. on the moon was good. Some of them, like, w- weren't, like, great. They obviously weren't Transformers. So I'm wondering what the criteria to be involved in the AACTA <laughs> is. Well, because seeing it- as none of us have probably heard of the AACTA, I would imagine it's not a super competitive well here's the thing i was vice president of the <laughs> oh, german oh, club. Shit. germany and australia so, are so, different countries so i know all about the acta <laughs> suck it liz Gosh. um okay next cat fact this is this is a good one and i'm kind of excited about it but a video game adaptation titled iron sky invasion was released in October of 2012. They've also released a comic and board game of this film. How many times after... Who was the guy who had the dream? It doesn't matter his name, but imagine... Uh, it being, does, because he's he's a big name. It's I can't believe that you would forget Jarmo Puskala. Oh, I'm so sorry. 
Jarmo Puscala. Uh, I was hoping you were going to butcher that name <laughs> right after I said it. Uh, after just, I'm I, sorry, let me backtrack. Imagine just having a dream and then getting seven and a half million dollars to make a movie about that, winning an award for the best special effects based on your dream, and then a game adaption of the movie of your dream that you got seven and a half million for. Well, Martin Luther King Jr. also had a dream and... No, I don't remember that. Oh. It's because you weren't vice president of the German club. I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's because it wasn't your dream. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't see a movie you, about it. So. <laughs> you haven't seen Selma? Selma Nuts? Oh! <laughs> that didn't really work, but I appreciated <laughs> it nonetheless. Um, okay, next. More than 10% of the funding for this film came from fans. The donors are listed in the credits. Um, yeah. From fans. From fans. Or Space Nuts? What? How'd they sell that? Have a, Kickstarter. I have a dream. Ki- yeah. <laughs> the, the I have a dream campaign yep. in <laughs> Finland. <laughs> it's like a Kickstarter and the video is like, you know the Kickstarter video is like smooth transitions and a great voice. Smooth, like, smooth criminal. Imagine a world where space Nazis... <laughs> dominate the moon but this here's the thing is it's it's a movie about nazis and about america so i'm wondering how they captivated fans to get it going when it had no commercial success in the u.s i want to what how do finnish people see americans (laughs) maybe like they i mean we might be stereotyped quite a bit here my uncle is norwegian i can ask him their neighboring countries and you were president of the German, German Club. Club. <laughs> Vice president. Oh, which were in Europe, same same continent. Same continent, really. And U.S. is in the same planet as Finland. So let's just ask some Americans <laughs> yeah. what Finland thinks of America and World War II. And we should probably get to the bottom of this pretty quickly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Missoula's pretty diverse. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, here in rural Montana. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Next fact that I have for you is that a character, Herr Adler, says the moon Nazi invasion on Earth begins at 5.45 a.m., which is exactly like the German invasion on Poland that triggered World War II. And he uses the exact words of Hitler when um, announcing the war with Poland, claiming that Germany was firing back and that... Oh, ooh, I said I could do German, but it's been like nine years. Okay, I'm going to say it because I wrote it down. Von jetzt abwehrt Bombe mit Bombe der Golten. Bomb will be retaliated with bomb. Wow. So those were Hitler's words when mm-hmm. invading that Poland? That I just said in perfectly fluent <laughs> yep. German. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I was scared. It's like you disappeared in a, <laughs> a paler, <laughs> somehow. A, 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 more, a more Aryan race <laughs> came and <laughs> yeah. was speaking to you guys into your eyes. Uh, Poland was the first to fall to the Germans, right? I believe so. And it was like... Well, you should have learned that in your Civil Air Academy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was president of the German club, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's secretary of the Civil Air. I, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure... I don't know. I, I think get it was. this wrong, but I think Poland fell in like two weeks to, I bu- I, to the well, Germans. Well, I don't know about the two weeks, but I do it believe it was It was really fast, because Poland didn't have a huge acting military. Um, I may be wrong, but I remember that. Well, Liz is the historian here. Let's consult her. Yeah. Actually, it was 11 days. Not oh, two okay. Days. okay. Yep. 11 I'm days. So sorry. 11 days. I thought you were going to stop it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought she was going to stop <laughs> nope, it. Nope, yeah, just yeah. 
All right, next cat's fact. The German facts. the German customs office would not allow filmmakers to bring any Nazi costumes and regalia into Germany. But fortunately, the makers of Inglorious Bastards by Quentin Tarantino helped director Voron Sola by revealing how they had circumvented the same exact problem. Sadly, I don't know how they did it, but I th- found this interesting. Quentin Tarantino helped with Iron Sky? <laughs> yep. Does, Bro, that, ch- does that change your ideas of Iron I'm gonna Sky? I'm going to take now? some Ambien and <laughs> see what dreams I have, my God. <laughs> if you if you stay up long enough, you'll hallucinate. If oh, you yeah, it. then I don't even have to go You don't even have it. to sleep. You'll just have dreams. Skip the sleep part. Just write down what I see. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I'll be there to help you through the withdrawal. Oh, hell yeah. No, that's crazy. That's actually crazy. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Man. Favorite Tarantino film? Uh, He only makes 10, right, before he stops? He's made nine so far, and he says he wants 10 to be his last, so he's making one more. Yeah, okay. Uh, What's the one about the, like, oh, man. It's like the people in the house and someone murders someone but they don't know who Mm, the hateful eight the hateful eight i like the hateful eight not one of his most critical game but i really enjoyed the hateful i really enjoy like all of his films really but they're all really long and like tell a good story all three hours long and they all end pulp fiction of quentin tarantino Mm -hmm. that was a good one um liz what's your favorite i don't think i've ever seen one Pulp Fiction, uh-huh. Reservoir Dogs, Kill Bill, Inglorious no. Bastards, oh, Kill Bill no. was so good. Kill Django Bill. Unchained, Django no. Unchained was so Once good Upon a Time wow. in Hollywood, Hateful Eight. No. None of these. I haven't heard of like half of those. Oh god damn it! I know. So Iron Sky. So Iron. <laughs> Thanks. You're Iron Sky. Um, the American president in this film was made to resemble Sarah Palin, the Republican candidate for vice president in 2008. Wow. Oh thinking back on it do you see it now yeah 2008 let me think back oh yeah <laughs> i meant like watching the movie do you realize like the sarah palin yeah no i i kind of see that do you see it i have no idea i was five in 2008 oh, i have no idea who she is you're so young you're five <laughs> yeah. oh my god <laughs> You literally have no clue who Sarah Palin no. is. She's still relevant in politics today. She, yeah, and she's relevant on... T- she was on... Two seasons ago, she was on The Masked Singer. And she was voted out first episode. She rapped Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think she might have been in a polar bear costume, too. Oh. When I said she was relevant in politics, <laughs> I don't know if that counts. <laughs> the Masked Singer is not po- political? Mm. Ken Jong says some controversial shit on that show. It might be. It might be. Okay. Iron Sky. Iron Sky. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, when the television news reports that the attack of the flying saucers, the clock in the background of it shows 9-11, the whole scene. What the fuck, Finland? <laughs> <laughs> they really did they their U.S. history. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's not... <laughs> yeah, they really did their U.S. history. They know about 9-11. <laughs> Tell me one f- monumentous event in Finland history, Devin. Dude, f- like this movie <laughs> was the highest grossed film in Finland. What else happened there? One of the highest. One of the highest? Fin- I don't know, dude. Finland seems like a boring country. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Finland, but... 
Oh, apparently also Finland hasn't militarized any of their space satellites, according to Iron Sky. According to Iron Sky, yes, they did not weaponize any of their uh, armada of (laughs) flying saucers. Yeah, so the only thing Brandon told me about this movie was that it was made by Finnish people. And And I thought that was a cool little... Did I not tell you that it was about space Nazis? Fling to the dark side of the moon? You definitely did tell me it was about space Nazis. But, uh... I thought it was a cool little Easter egg or whatever that they put in there when Finland spoke up at the UN meeting. Yeah, I did too, actually. I thought it was pretty funny. Did you catch that? That they spoke up? Yeah, that they were were like, we didn't weaponize any of our things. Yeah, I thought it was kind of clever. Yeah, they were called out. Yeah, they were called out. Um, My last cat's fact. Cat's fact. Sad. I love me some cat's facts. Is that there is a swastika-shaped hopscotch course at the ground just before the astronauts open the airlock. Did you see it? I did not see it. I missed it. I was looking. I knew because I, I write these notes, everybody, before we start the movie. And I remembered something about a swastika. And I thought it was about the base. But that was blatantly obvious. Yeah. And so I was trying to remember what it was. No, it was a hopscotch course. And I missed it, sadly. But... I really liked... I know we're not in the plot yet. I guess we need to watch the movie just again. We'll, okay. Yeah. We'll be back in an hour and a half. <laughs> we'll, we will live stream this movie yeah, to yeah. you. We're actually just going to have the mic on and you can hear the really tinny background noise yeah. of Iron Sky playing. So we'll be back <laughs> to watch just, just this hopscotch scene <laughs> at maybe 20 minutes in. Yeah, you'll hear silence for 20 minutes and oh shit, there it is! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I missed it sadly. Did either of you catch no, it? Yet? No, I didn't catch that. Yeah, I like. I know we're not talking about the plot plot yet, but I, I like the scene of the Indian ambassador at the UN meeting UN covering meeting. up his swastika ring because that me that's like a peace sign. Yeah. in Buddhism, right? I think so. or something. Yeah, that's what he said at least. Yeah. Well, I know. I've heard that same thing that like it used to be like a church a sign of or peace or a sign of peace. Huh. I did. I had not heard that. It's well. I thought you were the head of the yeah. German club. Yeah, they. You're... I. I was sick that day. Oh, okay, when they you went over. The yeah, I had a. I had a pink eye that day. So. Yeah. Kept playing on your phone while taking a shit. Yeah, I had. I, yeah, I had pink eye on February twenty third, twenty thirteen. German one spring semester yeah. class at okay, I got Billings you. West High School. Go Golden Bears. <laughs> West High, Best High. <laughs> any, any more plugs for West? Hot Tub High. That's the last one. Hot Tub High? Yeah, it's, it's, it's considered the rich school in Billings, and so people called it Hot Tub High. Okay. Yeah. No further questions. But I came from the ghetto. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> the South Side, baby. <laughs> Represent. Um, let's get into the actual movie now. Okay. Kick it off, Liz. How did the movie start? Um, They jumped out of the spaceship and did little hops. With great moonwalking. Yeah, which they were obviously just like <laughs> they in were a doing, studio, yeah. just like trying to hop. Yep. Um, I actually noticed something before that. This was another movie where the intro credits happened before the film actually started. And this time it wasn't boring like the happening or it was clouds rolling. It was it was topical. Like it was the, the lunar... Lunar lander, lander yeah. like cruising through the air, cruising through space and like approaching the dark side of the moon and landing. But one kind of flaw that I found it was why the fuck were they playing Hawaiian music while the lunar <laughs> rover was going through space? Because this is goddamn America. <laughs> it's actually this actually is um a, a prelude to Lilo and Stitch. 
Yeah, um, yeah, Lilo and Stitch yeah. happened right after the Nazi space attack. Yep. I haven't seen Iron Sky 2, but I imagine... That's where it plays in. That's yeah. Lilo and they, Stitch. Yeah, well, the second film is called The Coming Race, so the second race is probably Stitch's the race. aliens, yeah. okay, yeah. And so it's them kind of, like, fighting alongside Stitch and all the other aliens in it. Wow. Yeah. What a, like, heartfelt movie to make. <laughs> they really, they really... His dream really incorporated a lot of cinema into it. <laughs> yeah. He worked really hard on this. Just the the more this series go on, the more like this fever dream feeling. <laughs> I'm wondering if he was friends with this director beforehand, Timo Vorms. He had to be. He you had know? to have been. Because could you imagine going up onto the street and I'm just like, all right, dude, I know you're a director, but I had this dream, man. <laughs> There's like space Nazis and on the dark side of the moon, but it's like after World War II, man, and they're going to come. <laughs> They've just been hiding there. For 70 years and they're gonna build a machine to conquer the earth and this guy's like dude stay away from it. if this were a woman she would have pepper sprayed him immediately <laughs> yeah. how many times have you left work with pepper spray in your hands wolverine claws with your keys every night i worked alone yep yep Devin. uh no i got my pepper spray right here and right here your peppa the pig spray my peppa the pig spray <laughs> Yeah, that's how the movie starts. Lunar rover landing. And they're doing their studio set <laughs> anti-gravity moonwalking. Yeah, it's very bad. But the special effects were good in the opening scene. Just not the moonwalking. Just, just not, not the moonwalking. It was literally just people fucking uh, skipping. Yeah. <laughs> and so this lunar rover lands and immediately drops down two presidential banners of the president trying to be reelected who's supposed to be sarah palin and it says yes we can <laughs> obama's tagline on it yep reelect 28 or 2008 2012 2012 my bad because that's the presidential election year yeah i mean so was 2008 but yeah this movie came out in 2012 so yeah don't be, don't be stupid Devin. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um um, so immediately there are these two astronauts that come out. Um, their names were Sanders and Washington and Sanders like kind of like skips up to like this kind of plateau, kind of like the Transformers 2 plateau at the beginning where they're above and they just like look down to this prairie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're talking about Transformers 2. Transformers 2, am I right? <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Um, and he kind of like looks down to this whole Nazi military. I guess you don't know it's Nazis right off the bat, but this whole kind of military base and like this mining site for what's called helium three, which is clearly a helium isotope because we all know that helium only has two protons. It's the second, it's a, it's a noble gas and it's the second chemical on the, um, table of elements. Yeah. Right below hydrogen. Well, to the right of hydrogen. Yeah, but it has one more electron than hydrogen, Protons. which has, has one more proton than hydrogen. So helium-3 has to have one more neutron because it's a radioactive isotope. Okay, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. This is all very obvious yeah. to me. <laughs> this, yeah, I mean, if you're not watching Iron Sky and realizing the chemistry behind helium-3, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? What the hell, man? Helium-3, clearly an isotope. But so they see this, and then Sanders immediate like this Nazi comes up behind him, immediately just blasts him. He's dead. And Washington's, like, trying to get over to him as he's, like, trying to help, but trips over nothing. <laughs> he's on the moon, dude. He's skipping on the moon. 
I guess it's important to note that he's also, you learn this later, but he's a model and not an actual astronaut. <laughs> and also the most stereotyped American <laughs> black guy you've yes, ever he's, seen. He's black is the big reveal, but he's a model and they did this space trip with only two people who were one astronaut and one model. Yeah. And then he tripped. It's like, he's like a, like, you remember the scary movies? Mm-hmm, of course. He was like the black guy in the scary movies. There Just was there super were, stereotype. There were two. Both. No, the both. Wayans brothers. Yeah. And uh, he tripped and he's like, oh, I must be tripping, dog. And it's like, <laughs> come on, dude. Really? <laughs> we tripping out here, man. <laughs> but then their whole rover is blown up by a fucking bazooka. A Nazi. A Nazi bazooka, yes, of course. And yeah, yeah. he's captured. Mm-hmm. Um, then you get a little more credits. And you get to see the actual Nazi moon base. Which is shaped like a what? A swastika. A what? A swastika. A what? Yeah, fuck me, but I guess. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't feeling it. No, um, third time's not the charm. Yeah, it's shaped like a swastika. And that that's you just get a shot of it. That's it. Yeah. And it's playing like the German national anthem. It is playing the German, I think the German national anthem. I didn't learn it in German 2. That's German 3, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, but you were no. the vice president of the German club. I know I was. You but were I was an awful vice two. president. Of course, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I was supposed to sing the national anthem every day before our meeting. <laughs> the German national anthem. Uh, choir boy, yeah. vice president. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Vice president of... Uh, Westwind's acapella group and vice yeah. president of I expect more German from you. Club. I should have been really just working my ass off in yeah. school. Yeah, only eating bratwursts and soft pretzels. <laughs> we did eat. <gasps> we ate bratwursts. <gasps> the German and the 4th of July theme. God wow. damn. That wasn't even planned. Wow. <laughs> Who knew that such... And beer mo- is actually like a German drink. Maybe we are Nazis. Who'd have thunk? <laughs> I don't want to affiliate with this. I am leaving. You guys can take over. All right, we got this. All right, here you go. Next next fact, there you go. For you. Oh, okay. Nazi school. Go ahead. Whenever you get there. Higher up Nazis. Nope. Nazi school. <laughs> Not- oh, shit. Oh, yeah, so it, like, pants to, like, this Nazi school, and it's this chick... Teaching, you know, like children, like uh, what were those? Camps oh, like a called? teacher does. Like the retraining schools when America invaded, or when Europeans invaded America. You gotta understand that this is seventy years later, so I don't think it's retraining anymore. Like she was born after World War Two. She's indoctrinated to believe that the Nazi Party was meant for peace and all that. So, well, I mean, we learn that later, but that's kind of the vibe you get. The like, vibey vibe. The vibey vibe. Like, all these kids stand up and they see Kale. I'm and... sorry, I said vibey vibe. <laughs> Listeners. <laughs> we'll get over it. But yeah, they're in Nazi school. And yeah. she's just she's just teaching. And this teacher, Renata, Miss Renata Richter. Richter. Will... I hardly know her. Nice. Uh, but yeah, it kind of makes it obvious that she doesn't know like a lot about the Nazi party because it loads, it shows Charlie Chaplin's movie about like the one mocking Hitler. Yeah. But it only shows the scene where he's throwing the globe and like laughing and what, what is the it. film? They mention it twice. What is Charlie Chaplin's Hitler film? Yes. 
<laughs> what is it? They mention it twice. I have no idea. He gives an amazing speech in it, like I several. I don't know who Charlie Chaplin oh is either. Oh my god, you're you're five. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Um, it's called the Great Dictator. Uh, okay. Uh, so yeah, they kind of go over that, and yeah, yeah. All right, I'm back in. <laughs> um, so it's just kind of like this quick school scene where you get to learn about what's going on on the base and how they're teaching the kids and whatnot. But then you kind of cut to the higher up Nazis leaders kind of visit and they unmask astronaut Washington to see that he is black and they immediately think it's a joke because being on the moon for 70 years is the superior Aryan race that the Nazis are looking for. They have never really seen a black person before. And it's not something that you really think of, but then you're like, yep. it, it makes sense. I mean, when you think of Nazis, you think of just like them persecuting the Jews, but they also persecuted black people and, and yeah, they were looking for the superior race and, and yeah. So they find out he's black in this face of astonishment on all of them. They're literally like, is this a joke? Like what is going on here? Um, I had I had a quick question. How the fuck are they breathing right now? Yeah, it now, doesn't they... show them inside. No. It never shows them go inside the base. They're just driving at one point. And some of them have helmets. Some of them, but have half of them on. don't. And then they take off his helmet, and yeah, they they're just just breathing. That's an yeah. eight million dollar problem. Oh, of yep. course. Yep. They needed that extra five hundred grand. Yep. Yep. Also, I'd like to say that when they are bringing in Washington from... Because they capture him and they bring him into the base. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bring him in in the sidecar of a motorcycle. <laughs> he could have easily just jumped out of that. Yeah, they're just holding hands at that point. <laughs> just going for a str- Sunday stroll. Yeah, yeah, there's the Beatles playing on the... <laughs> a Sunday moon stroll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, so after... It's kind of like a quick scene. Um, but... Then you get introduced to the president of the United States. Every time you get introduced to her, she's on an elliptical. And she's really trying her best at a Texan accent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's so you, southern. What, what are y'all guys doing in here? Yeah. It's so bad, too. It's, yeah. Did you notice the Texan accent? No. Oh, you didn't notice the Texan <laughs> no. accent? It was so I southern. Know. When you realize that she's supposed to be Sarah Palin, an Alaskan, and then... Texan, and Texan, I, don't know. Texan I think it's that Finnish like stereotype coming in. Like every American. Oh, I like guns and baked beans. <laughs> That's why astronaut Washington was so black. <laughs> yeah, it was a very stereotyped American. And I you know, I feel more American after it. But so it's it's kind of this out of nowhere scene where it cuts to the president and then that's that's really it. So then after that, you kind of cut back to the... There's a lot of cuts back and forth from Earth and the Moon. Well, obviously, but yeah. You need to develop this plot, this mm-hmm. wonderful, wonderful written script and plot. Yeah. That's... This dream. Yeah, he dreamed all of this, by the way, yeah. too. He, Every he, detail. He dreamt Every the dialogue. Yep. Yeah. He woke up and he's like, I need to write this in my dream journal <laughs> right now. <laughs> Every single... All these quotes that we have later. Yeah, he dreamt the whole name of that the uh, Klaus, <laughs> Herr Klaus Adler. Well, but the whole no. thing, the whole thing, the whole thing. Of course, we can't say the whole thing. I well, mean, I, I, the German, you could. I could, you could. <laughs> but the I German didn't. Vice President. 
I could, but I don't have it written down. It was the Schmitty Warben Jägerman Jensen of Germany. Yes, <laughs> perfect. So you kind of cut back to the moon, and the teacher's expertise apparently is now required because they captured the Earthling, is what they said. Just astronaut Washington. and he... While she was teaching about Earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she was like the Earth expert. Yeah. And she... An Earthologist. Earthologist, yes. yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what we are. We're all Earthologists. You studied Earth? I mean, we're, we all live here. Does that mean we study it? <laughs> yeah, but if we went to another planet, we would be considered Earthologists. Yes. I, I want to be known as a pharmacist and vice president <laughs> of the German club. <laughs> all right, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. So they he captured astronaut Washington and her expertise is needed, but he immediately tries to like fit in with them, but... Right, ama- right away uses his helmet to kind of bash in a bunch of Nazis' heads and like a circular like like a sprinkler <laughs> Yeah, he, he like holds his arm out and, and just, just spins. spins. Yeah, did a real quick pirouette and just knocked out six Nazis wearing helmets. Well, he's a model, so he's had to go through ballet school at some point. Yes, yeah, so, so his pirouettes are lethal basically. Pretty much. Uh, he was a New York City Rockette at one point. <laughs> His high kicks and his pirouettes yeah, yeah, yeah. are top uh-huh. notch. He'd do burlesque, but he'd kill him. <laughs> Literally. Um, so he's trying to escape, and he runs into Miss Renata Richter, the teacher, and trying to escape, but um, like, I don't. It's apparently on the edge of the base and immediately opens the airlock. Yeah. <laughs> And they're, like, hanging on for jail. I don't know how they didn't implode. And they're still breathing. They're still breathing. And it's all okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of just... Uh, science! Flawed physics. Flawed physics, flawed science. But it's a dream, so... So it doesn't matter. It's fine. But they're hanging on for dear life, somehow breathing, somehow not imploding from pressure differences, and... All of her clothes <laughs> come gone. Yeah. I didn't see that part either. I didn't see it until the aftermath. Yeah, he just pulls her back in and she's... Naked. Her pants are around her ankles and her shirt's her undone. Her shirt's all undone. <laughs> yeah. Which I must point out another flaw with the airlock thing is he pulls her back in, but they're uh-huh. just like chilling and like sitting <laughs> as he like tries to close the airlock. Like they're still not being yeah, sucked it's, out. It's not pressurized <laughs> yet. <laughs> He's just like kind of like cranking the thing and they're just sitting there like talking. He's like... Girl, you look fine, but you should probably cover up. (laughs) You should probably cover up. But then they take James James Washington Mm -hmm. away, and he's being interrogated and tested on by this crazy, mad, old scientist. Mm Who kind of looks like Einstein. Yeah. A lot of Einstein. (laughs) German. The German Einstein. Einstein was German. Exactly. It was Einstein. So it was it Einstein. Was Einstein. Yeah. Seventy years later, yep. when during World War Two, <laughs> he was already seventy. <laughs> this is a dumb question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Did Einstein split the atom? I don't know a whole lot about Einstein, honestly. Okay, all right. He came to the U.S. to help with like, um, the Manhattan Project and like the nuclear bombs, though. I feel like I read something about Einstein leaving because he had like ethical dilemmas with it. But with the Nazis? With no, with with like with the Manhattan Project. The Manhattan Project. Oh, okay. But, or no, maybe he like wrote letters like 
advising against he wrote letters to the onion <laughs> yeah he wrote love letters to the president he's like hey man to fdr fdr yeah because he had polio yeah that's why he wrote the love letters yeah of, of course it, it checks out <laughs> but yeah he's being tested on by the scientist and uh that's when you learn that apparently he isn't an astronaut but a model and he's like dude i'm a model and Herr adler's like you mean a model citizen? <laughs> He's like, no, man. Like, I'm, I'm pretty, man. Look at me. I'm beautiful. I think that's where one of my favorite quotes come from. But we'll get to that. We'll get there. Don't don't rush the button on this uh, metaphorical train that is a uh, uh, upholstery shop where you make shirts because that's where the button is. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Checks out. Yeah. Checks the logic out. is. Flawless. <laughs> um, d- did you think he was a hunk? Did you think he played a good model? He looked like, uh, while he was in the spacesuit, he looked like Frozone. Yeah. He kind of had that long mm-hmm. face a little bit. But once he was out, he was, Why the I long mean, face? Why the long face? What'd you think? Was he a hunk? Sure. Once yeah. he was out he of He wasn't the, bad. He was not ugly. Once he was out of the spacesuit, he was a lot better. But he becomes hotter later. Hell yeah, he does. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. Um, um, and oh, then... wait, no. I know exactly what you're talking about. You're trying to set me up, you <laughs> son totally bitch. You up. Um, so then they go back to Earth, and you find that the whole reason they go to the moon was for this kind of like re-election campaign publicity. But they're in the UN, basically, with all the ambassadors of the different countries, and they're like, are you sure it wasn't for the helium three, Madam President? And she's like, "What? What is helium three? What? A radioactive isotope? <laughs> I have no idea." Yeah, they're just yeah. trying to figure out why why the astronauts died. Exactly, but they have their suspicions, which is helium three. He- helium three. Yeah, not Finland. Well, it, they didn't have any weapons. Finland, that doesn't mean Finland that they weren't trying innocent. to get. That doesn't mean they weren't trying to get helium three. It would have been peaceful. I guess Finland is perfect. Finland is perfect. <laughs> We're all going to move to the Scandinavians area. Yeah, sure. That's what I got from this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So you kind of get this cut to this lady that's never really introduced. And she is losing her goddamn mind. And she's saying that she has a meeting with the president tomorrow morning. And you just... I'm pretty sure it was the president's campaign manager. And I'm pretty sure that she was a modeling expert. Because she kind of had these, like, model posters. And, like, all these, like, kind of fashionable, like, pretty people surrounding her. But they could... Honestly, both of these things could be right. She has no job title. She's just there. She's and, there, and somehow she can very casually talk to the president and of the very States. casually be basically the Secretary of Defense yeah. later on. Yeah, we'll get yeah. to that. What did you think she was on first note? I think the model one. You think a model? Well, one? her table had the like magazine covers that she the was mag- massive. Yeah, with. but yeah. it was like a nice like fancy touch screen. Yeah, yeah but at, okay, the first scene of. You're wrong! What campaign manager has magazines? I know, but the first scene was her talking to... Was the president talking to this random chick, and she called her her campaign manager. She might have also been a modeling... That's what I said. I think we're probably both right, but... Well, but I'm more right. Oh, yes, of (laughs) course. Of course. 
Um, but she's losing her mind. Once again, you get a cut back to the moon, and you learn that Herr Adler, who's kind of like the Padawan to the Fuhrer, where he's kind of like... He's going to be the next Fuhrer. He's going to be the next Fuhrer, and he has what he describes as a legal union with the teacher Renata. Yeah, a wedding isn't necessary. Yeah, of course not, because every every Fuhrer doesn't dream (laughs) of their future wedding. Because the, the report came back from the uh, lab of of genetic compatibility. <laughs> my, my notes say, a.k.a. they got the hots for each other. <laughs> Excuse me. Wow. And now a eulogy. <laughs> um, but then he kind of starts talking about how he's going to be the Fuhrer in the future. And she's like, well, what, like what does that even mean? And he kind of starts really speaking the truth of the nazi regime and she's like well she okay so at this point she believes that the nazis are peaceful Peaceful, people ready for unity who just want to bring peace and love to the world and then herr adler is an actual nazi wrong they're making a death star yeah (laughs) using helium three yep and uh she's like what the fuck bro he's like yeah Take but, it or leave it. Yeah, and, but they're having trouble finding a power source for their Death Star. The the Gotsendamaru. I wrote it somewhere. I'll get to it eventually. But they're having trouble finding a power source for it. Liz, what do they find out? How do they power this machine? Oh, man. Helium-3. No! God! Come on. Were you asleep during this part? Oh, I probably was. Devin... Yes, I <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I know the answer, and I'd like to take you on this monologue, which, <laughs> which <laughs> this makes me feel really this good is right like now. The whole reason why they go to Earth. Oh, it's the oh, smartphone. It's the cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot! Why are you saying fuel, dude? Yeah, that really threw me off. I would have said smartphone. I said to power way. it. To power. Okay, I'm thinking like what fuel to battery it should i say that instead you imbeciles (laughs) yes sorry i wasn't the vice president of the german club (laughs) they use um james washington's cell phone as a power source because it's a computer it's not a power source though it's literally what powers the machine (laughs) no it it's not it's like it's the logic it it's the computer that runs the machine Yes. There you go. Sorry. The, how it's powered and how I don't, it's... I don't English well. I was in German <laughs> class. Okay. Um, so they use his cell phone and they kind of like plug it in. And this scientist is so proud of his work. He's like, he's like, I've designed, I've designed something to connect the two together. And he's like, I call it a universal binding system or for short, USB. <laughs> And you're like, well, you're a little behind on yeah, the schedule, yeah. man. I don't know. When he said that, I was like, are these guys going for like a Monty Python vibe or like a the Princess Bride vibe? Because they're failing. Because they're trying to take themselves too seriously. Inconceivable. Inconceivable. Because those movies don't take themselves seriously, and that's what makes them so good. Um, but this movie takes itself way too seriously, so it obviously can't go for that kind of movie. That kind of like satirical 
uh, dry humor kind of. You don't think this movie was written as a satire? It was obviously written as a satire, but like, I don't. You know what I'm talking about? Like Monty Python uh, oh, did yeah, it I well. The scary movie. All all the satires where they're made to be bad. So you don't even know what a satire really is? No, I know what a satire is. So do you think this was a satire? Yes. Elaborate. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You yep. can't say yes in a different format. <laughs> you can't take off the S and add a P. And I add, think that's elaboration. That is your proof behind it? <laughs> yeah. Re- replacing My an dissertation. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. <laughs> um, so they plug in the phone. And it, it it powers the machine. It runs the machine. It, it it provides the computing power needed. <laughs> so many words. It provides the computing power needed <laughs> to operate the machinery that is the Gondorum. That is also the death. Anyway, the phone battery dies. So it's not operating anymore. Is that good enough for you? <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. The phone battery dies. So now their plan is to return to Earth to purchase more phones to power their machine. Yep. Yeah. Where do they have the money to purchase more iPhones? Also, they... So they don't have the computing power needed to power this huge machine, but they have fucking UFOs. Yeah, they yeah. get to Earth within minutes. Within minutes in this saucer. Like the the... Stereotypical Mars, Mars saucer, attacks, yeah. flying saucer, flying saucer, and they just have those hundreds of them apparently, thousands but, maybe, thousands, but they don't have smartphones. Yeah, we don't have a computer. Well, they have a computer, but it's not strong enough. Yeah, yeah. but they've invented intergalactic travel. <laughs> yeah, they can travel between the Earth. It's the helium three, <sighs> obviously. The isotope. <laughs> the- <laughs> the isotopes. It's all about the protons. Um, so next you get a cut to James Washington. He's like sitting in a chair, kind of like strapped up with two gigantic, like the biggest megaphones you've ever seen, just blaring the Nazi national anthem into his skull. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, can you guys turn this off? Like, Yeah, it reminded me of... Uh... <sighs> I read this thing. I feel like I say that a lot. Where you I read always say I read this thing. <laughs> where, like, the CIA used to play What's New Pussycat when they're trying to torture people. Their favorites now are the Barney theme song and Enter Sandman. But, yeah, it was like... Because I read this thing where yeah, it said no, I that. Yeah, I read this thing. I read this thing where it said that uh, I'm a millionaire and I'm awesome. <laughs> You're a 7.5 millionaire. Yeah, I'm a 7.5 millionaire. Uh... But yeah, it was basically that. Like sound torture. Like Chinese water torture, but sound to drive you mad. And that that's obviously what they're doing here. Yeah. He's not really going mad. No. He's pissed. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Can you turn this off? Like what Please? the fuck? Um But then all of a sudden, Renata comes around the corner and turns off the music for him. And she kinda like goes into the cell where he's being held. It's she starts speaking English to him. And it's kind of romantic. Yeah, she from the beginning, right when he fell out of the vent, vent, vent. He falls out of the vent in the airlock, and she's naked in front of him. Yeah, it's kind of very obvious that they were going to be a romantic. <laughs> kind of very obvious. Yeah, very <laughs> obvious. But uh, yeah, they're like having this dialogue that's very romantic, and uh, 
then the guy walks in and she's like, do me a favor, please <laughs> act like you're a Nazi. Yep. <laughs> this part, this part was the worst because the Einstein guy comes in with his, I asked this like during the movie. Yep. It, he had like an, al- what was it called? It's called? Albinism Albinism serum. serum. Albinism serum. And I was like, albinism, is that like? ableism or like i was trying to like break down the latin of this word you were just being dumb <laughs> yeah and then i think liz was the one who, she's like albino and i'm like oh god of course of course yeah did you feel the 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 chemistry between these two? Oh yeah well and then her and the other guy she's just real flirty she's she's ready to get it on yeah yep. she's, yep. she's been stuck on this moon base for her whole life she's she, she's she put a mood yep, exactly. she put a mood ring on it would be purple. <laughs> it would be fucking she purple. Is horny. <laughs> uh, all yeah, so horny right now. She's heard myths and, and legend of, well, the, of the black. And like, she, <laughs> she has not. No, yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, she's she's attractive nonetheless. But um, James Washington like kind of looks at her, and um, you learn that the science, the mad scientist, is actually her father, and that Herr Adler is supposed to be her husband, and he kind of just goes he's lucky to have you and you're like oh and you kind of watch your panties just drop metaphorically yeah. mm-hmm. not even metaphorically it was like a like belly button upward shot it was supposed to be a, that a was full the, that was it was the supposed to be version. a full frontal scene yeah the yeah. director's that cut was what yeah, it, was. Yeah. it was a full frontal of her <laughs> but they cut it out yeah for the, the aacta yeah. <laughs> like, we they, can't have that we can't have that on amazon prime so. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so you kind of learn that. And the plan is for James Washington to pretend to be a Nazi. Um, the albinism serum, obviously. And then you get revealed his new character. White chicks. <laughs> with some very obvious white face going reverse, reverse blackface. blackface. Which is, which is as, white. as you so eloquently <laughs> put it. <laughs> We're going to do some mansplaining <laughs> yeah. again here. Well, white faces. <laughs> Um, but he's like standing there with the rest of the Nazis trying to act like a Nazi and like doing the Heil Hitler, but still speaking very stereotypically black. <laughs> and he kind of looks over to Renata and just kind of like gives like a little eyebrow raise. Yeah. Like it was very obvious. He was surrounded by these Nazis <laughs> and they were all looking at him and he looks like at Renata and he's like, does this like wipes his chin off and winks at her. And raises that. Just like a little. What's up, girl? He has yeah. No shame. No, no shame. No shame. Just what's up, shoddy? <laughs> he he should have said that. All like they they went through all the stereotypes before. Why not? What up, shoddy? I, exactly. Just start singing "Apple Bottom Jeans." <laughs> this this dream is flawed. <laughs> um, but he's supposed to go to Earth with Hair Adler to help them get more phones because he knows Earth, and so they fly to Earth within minutes with their great technology. And you kind of see that Renata has come along to Earth with them. She, like, snuck. She, what's it called? Uh, stowaway. Stowaway, yeah. She was a stowaway. She snuck. She, she snuck. snuck. <laughs> but, and then immediately starts, like, making out with Hair Adler in front of James to kind of, like, enforce that, like, this is going to be my husband. Nothing can happen. I don't know if it was that. I think it was more like, I'm going to make out with you so you let me stay. That's how I interpreted it. Oh, Okay. It. I was like, you're really thinking about this. I was like, uh, she's making out with him because she wants to stay and he wants to send her back. So 
She's make, just gonna get her way. Yeah, yeah. Make him purple, right? And, and <laughs> make him purple. Um, and I would normally say that yes, I would disagree with you normally, but they could take her back instantly with their technology. Mm-hmm. So why not? But yeah, I, I guess I agree with you. Hell yeah! Like I You've said, I'm always me. right. You've convinced me. <laughs> Um, so she's along and they land in like this, this is totally unimportant to the plot, but they land in a weed farm and (laughs) James James is immediately like, you, you smell that? And they're like, smell what? We're here for a job. Yeah. Like you can see New York on the horizon. Like they're maybe 15 miles from New York. I would say 30. Yeah. But the, you know, the idea is still Either way, yeah. Like, they have this huge weed farm, like, 30 miles from the yard. <laughs> huge. Yeah, huge. And she pulls a shotgun. The, 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 the lady that owns the weed farm pulls a shotgun on him. Adds a lot to the plot. Yeah. It's really important. It advances it a lot. Yeah. Um, so then they go to inner city New York. And apparently, James Washington doesn't know that he's white. Yeah. And is trying to blend in (laughs) with with these black guys that are playing basketball in the hood. He's like, guys, I got this. Like, (laughs) step aside. But he's wearing a full German uniform. (laughs) He covers his arm. Not a German, a Nazi uniform. A Nazi uniform. uniform. Yeah, with the, like like Liz said, with the Nazi armband. And he's, like, trying to cover it. it. Yeah, he's covering it up. And... Immediately pulls up, doesn't realize he's white, and they just immediately pull out some Glocks on him. <laughs> They're like, he's like supposed to distract them because apparently these black guys own a Volkswagen van as yeah, well. Like, oh, Volkswagen! Oh, Volkswagen! And but he's supposed to distract him. They pull out Glocks on him because yeah. he doesn't realize he's white, and then they escape in the Volkswagen van. Yep. And so far, I don't know if you'd noticed this yet, but so far every person they'd run into was armed yeah every they ran into like five people all of them had guns because obviously new york is montana where yeah. everybody's carrying guns uh-huh. on them. at all yeah. times at all it's a very conservative place <laughs> to live um so then just on the street apparently they kidnap the presidential campaign manager model consultant model. person yeah. they just kidnap her from the street and she's apparently James Washington's boss. Where that's kind of where like the model thing ties in as well. But it's, it's really, all very confusing what role she plays. It's really hazy. So then we find that the teacher and Herr Adler kind of have different views about the Nazi regime. And when they, they, they're talking about it in front of the model consultants, campaign manager lady. Something. Something. Medusa. We're going to call her Medusa from now on. And she is unfazed by it and immediately makes Klaus into a model, like messing with his clothes and stuff. And um, she's like, we're going to take you to the president right now. (laughs) You are perfect for the president. Um, So you cut to the president. And once again, she's on the elliptical. And you see in like her office, she's got the stuffed polar bears and wolves Sarah Palin themes, of course. Uh, five-year-old. Mass singer. Yeah. five-year-old at the time. Yeah. Um, but you get introduced to the two, the two Nazis, Renata and Klaus. They kind of like bust into the White House Oval Office room and there's just like this blaring bass, like club music. They're walking in slow-mo. Yeah. It's supposed to be like models and shit. 
And of course, uh, what's her name? Renata. Renata. Renata's like low cut shirt. Oh, she's showing like a off. Corset. Yeah, showing off corset. She's showing off the twins, baby. <laughs> <laughs> baby, <Exactly>. baby. <laughs> um, but she starts kind of giving, speaking to the president, like about what her ideas of the Nazi regime are, and then it cuts to like this kind of monologue of the president. She's turned Renata's speech into her campaign slogan. The, yeah, the Nazi's speech, which, I don't know. But her Nazi speech is supposed to be about unity and peace. That's true. So it doesn't have the whole Nazi undertones to it. I guess, but like when you also look at it that it was made by Finnish people, <laughs> I feel like there are undertones to it. Well, clearly it's a satire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Liz has seen Monty Python and oh, yeah. Blazing Saddles. I have an opinion on this. Blazing Saddles was so racist. But it's a satire. Yeah, but you could still be racist. Mel Brooks? But it's a satire. No, no. He wasn't satirically racist. Mel Brooks was actually just a racist. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's true. So, whoa. So then you get... um. Where did I go? You get a flash to James... Oh, yeah. James Washington got kicked out of the Volkswagen van because he was... I don't remember why. But you get a flash to him as a homeless man. <laughs> they never cover that. They it's never just, covered it. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of... I was like thinking back. I was like, well, maybe... No. No, they just... No. He was out. It's lost. He's gone. <laughs> yeah. And he's a homeless man. But it's only supposed to be like two days later. But he's now got long hair and like no, a beard. No, it said three. It, there was like the time card three months later. Oh, it did. Yeah. No, I missed. Okay, never mind that. That checks out. But he's screaming about Nazis on the moon, and he runs into Renata on the street, and tries to capture epic fight scene. Yeah, he's <laughs> like it's a space Nazi, but she's supposed to be nice. She's a nice Nazi, a which... neo nice Nazi. Which is yeah. an oxymoron? Is it? I don't know what nice. an oxymoron is. God damn it. <laughs> a nice five in 2008. A nice Nazi? An yeah. oxymoron would be something like... Contradicting. Yeah. yeah. It's two words okay. that... Like, it's a... Like, here's a new... Like, big shrimp. Yeah. So yeah, it's 100% then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. Yep, you're welcome. <laughs> but there's an epic fight scene where she kind of wins. Um, but then they're, like, together... Because it's flirty once again, even in his white homeless self now. And they go to this theater and watch The Great Dictator together. And she realizes that she doesn't really know a lot about the Nazis' past. She thinks that the swastika is a symbol of love. Yeah. And they see some Nazis on the street. Which, what the fuck is going on in New York? There's literally people wearing Nazi swastika armbands in New York. And these aren't like space Nazis. These are these just, are real life Nazis. These real are life real life Nazis. New Yorkians. And he finds them so quick too. They like walk out of the theater. He's like, "Well, how about you go talk to them?" <laughs> now? They're on every corner. <laughs> they're, they're at every bodega. <laughs> yeah, your your common corner, your common corner bodega Nazis. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess I haven't been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, ever yeah, been to yeah, a yeah, Fuddruckers? Yeah, yeah. I have been to a <laughs> I've been to several. They're everywhere. I haven't noticed. Well, you haven't been looking hard enough. Well, it's because I was five oh, in 2008. Okay. In 2008. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, but then you cut to the campaign managers with Herr Adler in like a limo. Mm -hmm. They start to get it on. 
And this whole time, like, uh, like cat kiss and cats, when we were like, cat kiss. Oh, cat kiss, yeah. We was like, Nazi sex scene. Yep. <laughs> you're rooting for it, really. Yeah, you're like, Except I, she's not a Nazi, but. Yeah. Um, There's a Nazi she's involved. Like, she's like, you never give up this kind of character, do you? He's like, no. No. <laughs> and I cannot be broken. <laughs> but they kind of start to get it on. And they go into her apartment. And they're about to get jiggy with it get funky chonky freaky what's your what's your version of doing the dirty what's your euphemism i don't i was five in 2008 (laughs) of course so you don't i'm too young for this they're about to have sex (laughs) they about to fuck (laughs) um but apparently the munfurer is in her apartment which how be because they already elaborated on that no one has ever gone to Earth and came back. But also, but how does he know? Her, on Earth. But how does he know her address as well? <laughs> yeah, in New York, <laughs> he's come to New York and immediately knows the phone book system of how to look up <laughs> phone numbers and addresses and. Yeah, tracks him down and is waiting. He's he, like a mob boss. Try finding a cab in <laughs> in New York City when you're a Nazi. Am I right? Oh yeah, you. You'd know a lot, wouldn't you, Vice President of the German Club? <laughs> but I noticed that in the scene, because it happens earlier, but every time you're introduced to him, he's always coughing. Well, I think that was a play on Hitler, because Hitler during his last, like, months or year got super sick. I think he had Parkinson's, or, like, he was super sick or something. I'm going to do some very thorough research. <laughs> no, you should. Hitler Parkinson's. No, Hitler either had Parkinson's or something that made him cough a lot. COVID. He had COVID. <laughs> Hitler had COVID, confirmed. <laughs> confirmed on <laughs> conspiracy theory, Hitler had COVID. That's how he actually no, no, died. No, no, but Hitler definitely was sick towards the end. Okay. I'll, I'll believe it. Okay. Play satire. Yeah. But immediately, like, takes, what, what did we, Medusa aside. Medusa, yeah, yeah. Into, like, this other room, and you just hear her get shot. Yeah. Immediately. Mob boss, I'm telling you. Damn, they killed her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mob boss. Mm-hmm. This is actually the Godfather. This is where they tied the Godfather and Lilo and Stitch and, and Iron Space Sky. Nazis. Yeah, all together. It was a crazy dream. <laughs> um, and then, they're about to kill Herr Adler when out of, oh wait, James Washington and Renata show Coming, up to his yeah. place, her place, without an address as well. <laughs> yep, they all know, bro. It's New York. It's it's a small city. Yeah, it's like four buildings, so just it's like a quarter it's no chance. Filbert, Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's no Missoula, Montana. <laughs> um, but they show up and she calls him a Nazi piece of shit, and they're about to kill Herr Adler. The Führer is when out of nowhere, the campaign manager shows back up with a machine gun. <laughs> A space machine gun. And kills everyone in the room except for Renata, James, and Klaus. Yep. And what does she say? They Great fell question. for the old last blowjob oh, yeah. trick. <laughs> they fell for the old last blowjob trick. <laughs> Stupid, dumb Nazi. Yeah, idiots. she's like, Nazis are as dumb as they look. 
Then you get this weird shot where they're like escaping from the building, Klaus's, mm-hmm. and it's like two Nazis like standing on a rooftop looking at a porno man. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, they don't have hair down here. They like, don't have pubic hair. <laughs> Look how these these non-Aryans have evolved, hairless, like seals. Their pubic hair is in the shape of Hitler's mustache. <laughs> Clearly dated. <laughs> Look, this is Palais Baoi. These must be boys. <laughs> Open Look. it up. Really shocked that it's not boys. <laughs> Look, these non-Aryans have evolved vaginas for both sexes. <laughs> uh, but then you get a cut to where the Fuhrer is apparently alive after being shot with a machine gun 40 <laughs> times or and, so? And he climbed, like, Three flights of stairs. I would say probably more. They're on the rooftop of this building. Yeah, this huge skyscraper. Let's say 20. (laughs) Yeah. It's New York City. To be conservative. Let's say 20 flights of stairs after 40 bullet wounds. And he's ready to kill Herr Atler. Still coughing, though. Yeah. But this time, he's got blood in his lungs. Mm -hmm. He has a reason to cough now. A reason for treason. Yeah. A reason for treason. Being a little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You little drama queen here. (laughs) Um, but he kicks, he drop kicks him in the face and steals like an iPad from the room and is ready to go back to the moon because the iPad is now going to power the The Gordondaro movement. I don't know. We'll get to, I wrote it down somewhere. The Gorgonzola movement. (laughs) The Gorgonzola moon men. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you get a cut again to the president because, oh wait, I skipped. Earth, he leaves earth and... As they claim, a blitzkrieg is now about to happen on Earth. UFOs start coming down and blasting people. Yeah. And uh, they also, like, have this big blimp, which is carrying, like, a meteor behind it. Yeah. I They didn't cover much I think it's supposed that. to be a play on the Hindenburg. It could have been, yeah. Uh, all I know, blimp, meteor. They drag the meteor into orbit. And they don't cover it much. But the meteor was like a fucking nuke going off in New York. <laughs> it, it really was. And the president of the United States is so calm about it. She's like, she loves that Earth is under attack. She's like, being a wartime president always gets you reelected. It's just what she needed. It really. It, it, yeah. She doesn't care about life. Nope. She cares about her presidency. Exactly. Which also, which is like a scarily accurate portrayal of American politics Honestly, at yeah. the moment. Um. There's a scene where it's like the news are cutting and there's UFOs crashing down. And there's a guy that like looks up to the screen and goes, It's space Nazis! Yeah, he's like pointing at the sky and this is long dramatic scream. Liz, how the fuck does he know that it's space Nazis? How would you not know it's space Nazis? I think that might just be you. Point in case, fucking idiot. I'm, God. I'm the, yeah, I'm the idiot now. <laughs> yeah. I'm the dumb, dumb doo doo face. Do you not believe in space Nazis? Appa- no, I don't. Oh. I miss no. I miss There's that a, day in history class. Oh yeah, with Doctor Went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, There's a problem. But so Washington and James Washington and Renata are going to back to the moon as well to stop the attack and. There's, they're at the UN, and there's a North Korean representative where he's like, I built these base spaceships, and everyone just, like, laughs at him. <laughs> this seems like a little, ooh, you tired, boy? No, I don't know why I'm yawning. <laughs> um, there's, this seems like a little early for some North Korea hate. Yeah, they're just like, sit down, North Especially Korea. Especially from Finland's 
this movie really feels like it's supposed to be from an American point of view. <laughs> they nailed it. They did just, yeah, what they needed. Um, but USA's like, we know how to take care of this Blitzkrieg. Launch the USS George <laughs> W. Bush Mars Exploration. This thing is big. It's just like a like a Star Wars spaceship or a Star Trek spaceship. It, like it just like opens up. It kind of is like a transformer too. It opens yeah. up just machine guns and nukes and, and missiles and missiles, and it's ready to take on. And it's just cleaning up. But they're under attack, and they're, like, kind of starting to fail. And they're like, we need help. So now, like, Canada and Australia. I'd like to cover that. They're like, we need reinforcements now. And then they're there. It's just them. They're immediately there. And, like like I said, there's, like, Canada. and Like, all the UN apparently have their own military weaponized, except for Finland, spaceships. But there was a... There was, I'm gonna jump to this quote anyway right now because the Australian is the o- the only spaceship that gets a quote and it's like, "Good day, mate. This is the Australian mate Dundee heading your way." It's like, what, what the fuck is going the on? The Australian mate Dundee. Wow. Okay, more stereotypes, but for the Australians. Um, but obviously, Herr Adler makes it to the base, and so do James and Renata, and they're heading to. Oh, I, here's the the Golter Dameron. The Golter Dameron. Obviously, how did you forget that? Yeah, it's, it's so silly of you. Uh, German 101. Yeah, <laughs> and they're ba- it's basically a Death Star, and they're to stop. They're there to stop. I wonder what Golter Dameron means in German. It means uh, basically a Death Star. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but they're there to stop Klaus. And um, they're like, we're going to need help from you guys as well. So USA is like, we got it. Drop the nukes. And people are like, but there's women and children on board. And she's like, drop the nukes. The person that says drop the nukes is not the president. She's the head of a modeling agency. (laughs) The the modeling chick. She was the The, campaign manager. The campaign manager. She gets final call in anything. Yeah, apparently ready to just drop 10 Mm. nukes. Or more. Or more on a moon base. <laughs> but also the nukes drop and they turn out to be just missiles. They, they do very little impact. So either these, these Finnish people don't know how nukes work or they, uh, the crew was like, nah, bro. <laughs> they don't have the money. That's just, an $8 million thing. Yeah, yeah, once yeah, again, yeah. an $8 million budget. And, but like, she, she also commands this position very well. Yeah, she's wearing some Star Trek like leotard thing with like <laughs> spiders feathers going out feathers, there. Feathers, yeah. But this, the God of Damarung has been launched, and it really dwarfs all the other ships from all the United Nations. I mean, it's countries. like a Death Star. Yeah, that's a, it's, yeah, that's what the it's name. A, it's a, it's uh, in the name. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, how much is Hair Adler compensating for this Death Star? Well, we won't get into that because that's one of my quotes. We won't get into it because it's one of your quotes. We won't get into it because it's one of my quotes. No. <laughs> no. Damn you. Um, okay, we won't get into it because it's one of your quotes. <laughs> um, so they fire this machine, but they're like, the moon is in the way. It's like Earth isn't in the horizon yet. They're like, blow up the moon. <laughs> yeah, which where they blow up the thing we live on. <laughs> Really not patriotic for their moon planet. No, not at all. 
Um, but I mean, they could have just drank Bud Lights and recorded a podcast. <laughs> that would have been way more patriotic. <laughs> America. Yeah. But Herr Adler fires this machine, and it literally looks like he's like coming in this. <laughs> he's like, ah. <laughs> Yeah, it was very sexual. All the sound effects were. All the sound. Sa- All oh, of them. Of course. The whole movie. Which I think is also a play on Star Wars. Because if you aren't aware of the first Star Wars, The New Hope, when they're flying through the Death Star, there's mm-hmm. a scene when the Death Star is supposed to blow up and Luke Skywalker shoots from his... Um, Little fighter. Whatever. Yeah, whatever his fighter is. And he shoots. And it's a scene of the two bullets going into the Death Star hole to blow it up. Yeah. And then it zooms back in on Luke and he just goes like... Uh, like his face is literally an orgasm <laughs> and then it blows up in this natural like giant thing i think it's supposed to be a play on star wars honestly i i could have been i think there was a lot of like deep-seated references to any sci-fi films really yeah that you'd really need to be a sci-fi nerd to know yeah i mean the death star blown up wasn't it i mean it could have been more obvious like there was no fighter like throwing a missile into a hole but or, like, a ventilation shaft. In the Death Star? In Star Wars? No, in this movie. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I literally just described to <laughs> you. That. But yes, okay, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, and so, like, they're about to blow up the Earth. So, Renata's plan? Play the German national anthem <laughs> <laughs> throughout the base, which apparently triggers everyone to stop and heil Hitler. Yep. It's the the one flaw of the Nazis. That's how the U.S. won. Was yeah, they they just, played the German national anthem. And they all dropped their guns and Sieg hailed. And everyone stops. And Renata kind of shows up and she's trying to kill Klaus. But he kind of like takes her gun back and is ready to kill her. But she like sweet talks him and like she's like, oh, I love you. And like you're supposed to be my husband. I don't think the sweet talking worked. I think she, she went... Sieg Hale. Yeah, and well, then she, was, she was, was, like, sweet-talking while backing up to get him to follow her. And, yeah, then Sieg Hale. And he Sieg Hale right into, like, an open light fixture and electrocutes electrocute himself. <laughs> which was the dumbest shit. That's, that's your ultimate plan, but then he attacks again like he doesn't die from it. But yeah. her attack plan is to stab him in the head with a healed shoe. I don't think it was planned. I think it was like an accident. She like threw her shoe at him because it's all she had. You know how fucking hard a skull is? That was a super sharp heel to be able to do that. Pierced his skull with no problem. Craniotomy there. Moon heels are different. He's a Nazi, so he's (laughs) got a pretty soft We forgot the science behind moon (laughs) heels. Tell us about moon heels. They're a lot better than earth heels, that's for sure. Can you jump higher in them? Yeah, you can moon jump in them. That's oh. how the astronauts were doing it, too. Oh, because they were wearing heels. Moon heels under their spacesuits. But as he's, like, stabbed in the head and, like, like walking around, like, stumbling before he dies, like, an ice cream truck music starts? <laughs> yeah, that was the it was shit. wedding bells. Was it was that wedding, what it wedding bells? It was wedding bells. I'm 100% positive that it was wedding music. Either way, why? <laughs> I get the wedding bells because they were supposed to be married and... She stabbed him with heels. Killed him. Mm, that was a little far-fetched for me. <laughs> it's less far-fetched than ice cream <laughs> truck music. Well, obviously, <laughs> but still. Like, wedding bell, like, I want to know if the guy dreamt wedding bells, too. <laughs> <laughs> How in detailed was this dream? Um, but all, during this whole thing, James Washington has deactivated this machine by removing the iPad, electrocutes himself, um, and the machine is, like, 
broken. The Goddard Deuteron. I nope, that's wrong. <laughs> the Goddard Deuteronomy. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Hey-o. The Gotter Damarung. Gotter, yep. Is broken. <laughs> yep. And they're like, well, there's helium three up there, and the US is like, the helium three the helium three is ours. We need to take it right now. We need to get out of here. <laughs> like, we need to get out, it's ours, and we can harness all the power in the world with this energy. We need to get out now. And everybody's like, Excuse me, what was that? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah. Um, That's actually ours. <laughs> the moon is uh, American st- soil because, you know. The flags. The flags and the stars and the stripes. And yeah, so there's stars in the sky and there's stars on our flags. <laughs> and there's stripes in yeah, the sky. And and, yeah. And remember the 13 colonies. Yeah, I got <laughs> chlamydia and I had stripes, like, down my pants. and. You remember so, Christopher Columbus? He was, yeah, he was, he was British, cool. but he left from Spain, but he, like, colonized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You remember that spam caller? <laughs> Cards extended warranty. They, they were American, weren't they? So yeah, we'll just take that helium three on the moon. And the whole UN going nut. Like there's an intergalactic war. Yeah, yeah. Going this on. is Fight Club. <laughs> Don't talk about Fight Club. Shit, sorry. Shut the fuck up. I'm sorry, bro. Break the first. So you haven't rule. seen any Tarantino, but you know the first rule of. <laughs> yeah, my dad tells it to me all the time. He's not supposed to tell you that. It's the first rule. <laughs> Clearly, Dad hasn't seen it either, then. But he watches Transformers <laughs> every, every Sunday. Sunday. The Lord's Day. <laughs> yeah. Really, really. Optimus's person. Day. Um, so you get a scene to the moon. Somehow, this giant, like, it's crashed into the moon, but Renata lived somehow. And James. And James. And Renata is like, she walks into the classroom. Where all the remaining survivors are just sitting in the rubble. Yeah, yeah. they've they're ready for class. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like you know in America, it's like not how having never a, snow a snow day. day. Yeah, yeah, and it's she's like, like, yeah, they're just they're ready. <laughs> nice job, guys. <laughs> and like everybody's like, Ohio Richter, because that's Renata's last name. She's like, no, never again. We're going to we're gonna visit Earth soon in peace. And then James Washington's like, excuse me, yeah. from the crowd. And, and he's black again. He's black. <laughs> he survived, and he and took just what he's holding, bro. Anti albinism. Hey, Liz, say it for him. D albinism. Yes. He took D albinism serum because that's what they have in in a in an Aryan race where they're trying to turn. We have a reversal. Yeah. Yeah. In in an Aryan race where everybody's supposed to be white, they obviously have the antidote. Yeah. Yeah. They developed that. Uh, Obviously. Um, but these two just, he's like, I know you like me, girl. They just start making out in front of all these women and children. Yep. Of course they do. They're the kids are fine with it. They're like watching in excitement. Yep. You know they watch their amount of uh, cuck. They're cucks. They're. Oh. they're <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, do I say it? Do I not say it? The whole classroom are just cuckolds. They're cucks. Yeah. <laughs> and that's basically the end of the movie. You yeah. kind of get a shot of Earth as Earth nukes itself. All the countries and like power goes out in uh-huh. places, but that's it. That's it. That's that's Iron Sky. Peek that microphone. Yeah, that that's our movie. But with that being said, now it's time to get into our usual quotes, ratings, and reviews. 
What's wrong with your skin? Uh, come on now, please. I mean, you have met a brother before, right? No, I'm the only child. No, 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 I didn't mean it like that. I meant a black man. No, and this continues to confuse me because you were much blacker when I first encountered you. Okay, girl, look, either I'm black or you're blind. My first quote. Um, at a point, they are interviewing Renata at the police station. And there's like a male detective and he goes, Oh, right. You're Neil Armstrong after the sex change operation, right? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? What the fuck? <laughs> we omitted the whole police station scenes in this plot recap, but you're Neil Armstrong after, after the, the sex, sex change, change operations. operations. Okay. They really reached for that one. Balls, the whole dude. movie is a reach. <laughs> what do you mean? Devin, you got any? Yeah, my favorite one wasn't actually a quote said by anyone, but uh, on one of the posters in Times Square for one of the presidential campaigns. Oh, I missed it. I I, you notice. saw it because I pointed it out. <laughs> it was uh, it was like the Sarah Palin girl, and it was one of her ads to be reelected. And it was a picture of both the astronauts, and one was black, obviously. And the quote and and oh, the tagline yeah, was "Black to the moon." <laughs> <laughs> black to the moon. Yep. And uh, yeah, that's my first quote. That's your first, that was, Liz. Wonderful. Um, when Washington's about to get shot after he gets captured, and he's like, "Don't do it," and he doesn't give any reasoning or, or like consequences other than that'd be fucked up. It's a fucked up situation. <laughs> yeah, that'd, be fucked up. that'd be fucked up to shoot me. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only reasoning for G- it. Great background. <laughs> Nothing else. Um, I've got one where it's literally like the first lines of the movie, and it's when the lunar rover is landing. And James Washington goes, Woo! The eagle has landed, baby. And you hear the president in the background goes, Please keep that fool off the main frequency. <laughs> so over James from the instant it started. Yep. She's like, He's a model. Don't he's listen a, to he's him. He's a fucking idiot. So my next one is actually two. Okay. One. It was uh, when the modeling agency Medusa slash Poseidon's daughter slash campaign manager for the president. <laughs> Uh, when she was really mad at the models, mm-hmm. uh, for some reason, of course, never yeah. expanded on it. Uh, she said both of these things. She said, "You are an insult to morons, and you pieces of hellacious shit." And I thought they were both very artistic and wonderful to say. Hellacious <laughs> is a big word for this movie. Oh, that's a three-point word. That's a that's a Susan B. Anthony coin word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would get a star in kindergarten for that word. Just one? Just one in kindergarten? Man, yeah. you went to a tough school. Well, Highland Elementary. <laughs> well, we grew up in the ghetto, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, hellacious. Hellacious. In German class, that would be two stars. Oh, okay. But if you're the vice president, it's only one and a half. Okay. It's a, it's a rough world. Yeah, the vice Germans president. are very conservative. Yeah. Okay. You got another um, one? One, I think it was the model lady was being a military person. And they were going to shoot down. They said, time to take positions over this fat phallus. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I have that one, too. Everyone take positions around this fat phallus and prepare to fire. And they were talking about the uh, yep, the thing that was in no way dick-shaped. No. Nope. It no, was but a it, circle. But it was the, the compensating joke. Yeah, it was along the same. It was, like, still referring to compensation. Yeah. 
I've got one where James Washington, when he shows up back to Klaus, or no, not when he shows up back, when he shows up to back to the mad scientist when they're trying to operate the machine, and he goes, remember me, the moon spook you turned into a snowflake? Yeah, oh yeah. And then beats him over the head with a wrench. Like a four-foot wrench. That was the biggest wrench I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just whacked him as hard as he could in the face, and somehow he still got up. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me... Let's say I'm gonna pick a good one. I have one that's just awe. It was just a h. I had that one. And it was when when the uh, the moon Führer got shot, and he just very sexually went. Oh yeah, he just he just moaned. He just moaned. Uh, and it was a very sexual. Moment. I haven't been shot before, Liz. I know you've been shot before multiple did you, times. Did you actually. moan? No, I was normal. Oh, so yeah. So it's a satire. Yeah, it's a Nazi thing. Oh yeah. It's a Nazi thing. Yeah, but, and I am not a Nazi. But my actual quote was uh, when Kreller Keller, I, Adeller, Keller. Helen Keller? Klaus? Klaus. <laughs> <laughs> you said Kreller. <laughs> when Klaus was shooting the Death Star, he had taken both of the firing yep. levers and he said, time to fuck back. That was my last one. That was your last quote? <laughs> time one. to fuck back, yep. I actually, actually, I have that one too. <laughs> we all wrote that one down. Um, so you don't have any more, Liz? No. Oh, damn it! I've got so many. Sorry. <laughs> I have one where it was, where um, like the president's talking with somebody, and she's like, "We haven't been to the moon in the years." One of them was black. I thought it would look good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So racist. And there was another part where it was like, um, they're on the base, and they're all the Nazis are like, "What's for lunch today?" And they're like sauerkraut and like <laughs> well hey i love sauerkraut and volkswagens <laughs> <laughs> what man they're nazis they gotta bro. they gotta, gotta. renata they renata any more devon uh yeah mine is when renata was talking to james washington and she's like your your skin is lighter before and he said either i'm black or you're blind <laughs> Didn't make any sense. No, no, not at all. That line made no sense, but I thought it was nice. I thought it was a good line. I've got another one about looks where Renata's with Klaus and they go, how do I look? And he goes, like they say in English, like a knockout. <laughs> yeah. And then he's knocked out. I've never said like a knockout before in my life, except on this podcast. <laughs> well, then you're wrong then, huh? You have said it before. I have? Yeah, on this podcast. God damn you. <laughs> uh, there's another one between the two of them where Klaus is like, because they're, they're getting married or whatever, li- legal union. And yeah. he goes, our gem- genetic match is 97%. And she goes, oh, how romantic. And he says, science demands us to unite physically. I had the next yeah. line down. Perfect. Hell yeah. A little joint combo. <laughs> Anything left from you? Me? N- I already know you don't have any. Devin? Me? Oh, okay. Uh, I When the Death Star comes out of the moon mm-hmm. and the Medusa looks at it and mm-hmm. she says, he must have the smallest dick in the universe. Yep. I thought that was a good uh, dick joke. That's uh, you know, clearly me, a good dick joke. Me as a man can't just brush aside a Me good man dick joke. can't push. Me man can't push dick joke to side. Perfect. Yes. Um, I've got one where it's when she 
when Renata meets James for the first time and he's black and whatnot and they're blaring the Nazi German yeah. song at him and he goes she looks at him and she's like what's wrong with your skin he goes you've met a brother before right and she goes no I'm an only child <laughs> <laughs> I which, had, which I, I get had, it. There's a disconnect, but like, yeah, I had what's great. wrong with your skin on there, but not the rest. We talked about the blowjob one before. Do you got any anything left? I'm good. That's all I got. My last one was just like when when Renata and James go to f- they go back to the base. They're flying a UFO. Yeah, and he she goes, "Do you know how to fly this thing?" He says, "Well, it can't be any different than playing Wing Commander." <laughs> Which he also was a literal space, like an astronaut. He, an astronaut who flew a space shuttle, but he he thought it was more like Wing Commander. Yeah. He flies it with perfect ease. It's graceful as they take yeah, yeah, off. Yeah. Even if he's flown, played Wing Commander or flown a space shuttle, it's a UFO. Like with all the dials in German. In German. Yeah. All right. Um, ratings. Rotten Tomatoes. The tomato meter gave this a 40%. What? A 40%. This gave this movie more than The Happening. The Happening and Cats. And Cats. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. No questions. Proceed. And the audience score is a 37. So they're pretty much... Sim- they're very similar. Yeah. IMDb, however, the meta score does not have enough critic ratings... <laughs> To accumulate a score. 117,000 in the U.S., huh? Yeah. Yeah. And the audience score gave it a 5.9 out of 10. Why is this rated so well? (laughs) What's going on here? What am I missing? I think it's maybe because people view it completely as a satire and aren't taking it seriously. So it's like playing well as a... I don't think it's a great satire by any means. I don't think... I think it's still a bad satire. It takes itself too seriously. What do you think? I don't know. I have watched like three movies. I don't watch movies. I sleep through all of them. It's good enough to stay awake for. Okay. I didn't fall asleep. So what would you give it a rating as? I On like, a scale of 1 to 10. I like 5.9. 5.9. Devin? Like a 3. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say like 3.8 or something. Or like like a 2 or a 3. For, I'd say 2.7. I'm easily amused. Well, let's see what people thought with these reviews. Um, first review is by S. Jarja. She says, to start with, I found that the movie is to be entertaining. I never felt bored or regretted watching it. It's a comedy satire, but not as blunt as in Saturday Night Live blunt, but sometimes more subtle. However, subtle in that the context still means pretty much in your face. Considering the low budget, um, actually, I did not check the budget. I just assume (laughs) it pulls off quite a high production value in terms of visuals as well as acting. And the story itself is ridiculous and funny. And the movie knows it. Seven out of 10 for a good time watching that movie. Nine out of 10 if you're drunk. I wasn't drunk enough. That's the problem. (laughs) We're just tipsy. Yeah. I'm sober. Actually, we didn't drink during this movie because we had our bratwurst after. Yeah, we were just we just sobered through we it. We just sobered through it. Just raw dog this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the term. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the term. Um, next one by HBit01. This movie is one of the best sci-fi comedies and one of the best movies ever. Why is that? I've seen a lot of movies, really a lot. And in Good Always, there's a scene where I can comment, why oh why that scene? In new movies, there's a lack of... Oh. I- God damn it. <laughs> 
That's my dog, people. In new movies, there's a lack of idea. When is the movie is nearing the end, many movies in 90% of good materials made me sick because they don't have a good ending. This movie has everything. Great ideas from start to end, lots of fun and crazy moments, good acting, and memorable characters, the great music with a mix of Star Wars and Star Trek, and great visual effects without any single flaws. If you like sci-fi, if you like comedy, if you like the bet oh shit, if you like the best Tarantino and Monty Python pieces, you must see this movie. It makes you feel really happy after watching it. 10 out of 10, and I don't like to give 10 to movies, Europe Strikes Back. This had the same vibe as the I own the movie website, and I yeah. had George Washington's first horror movie on it. Thomas Edison. Thomas yeah. Edison's first horror movie. No, no. This I'm movie just, took itself too seriously. I'm, satires, I'm, the the thing about satires like Monty Python, like in it didn't take itself seriously at all. Yeah. And this movie did. It did take itself a little seriously. What do you think? I have nothing to compare it to. <laughs> I was just shocked that they brought up Tarantino and Monty Python when we talked about both of those. I think in I here. should have watched Monty Python before this. Probably. And a Tarantino film. Yep. Yeah. Isn't that a Tarantino film? Monty Python? No. Seems oh. like you just need to watch more movies. Yeah, in general. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Why were you our first guest? <laughs> um, next, by Adriano Galliani. It's a shame that most Americans and Germans came here to write a note of denial. They didn't. They didn't got this movie at all. Americans just don't like to be seen as a world conqueror, and Germans still have a ton of problems with their Nazi heritage. Yes, we all think you're both silly, and this movie gave that to us, to the rest of the world, and all for it. We are saluting to the makers. This is a very funny movie, and its simplicity is not at all by accident. It's all on purpose. The picture is on the palm of your hands like the great dictator. This one wants to show the forces of today in a different light, and where warlords are something that we need to leave behind. 10 out of 10. See, so that's saying the same thing as the reviews in The Happening, where they're giving 10 out of 10s because they're they're acknowledging the, climate the climate change. change. Yeah, here they're just saying 10 out of 10 because you're acknowledging Americans are assholes and Germans still don't like to be associated with Nazis. We all know that already. We all know that. Like I know Americans are racist assholes. Okay, <laughs> uh, it, it's a well written review, nonetheless. Yeah, it's just it didn't need to be said. It didn't need to be said. It was redundant. The movie wasn't good regardless of of what it was about okay by cornelius espin i've got i swear it smelled cheese from the screen during the movie (laughs) (laughs) so i cannot for my bare life recommend this movie to anyone not to sci-fi enthusiasts not to thrill seekers not to paranoid ufo believers and i will not even waste the breath to to, of the air to say the title name one out of ten i liked that one see well (laughs) That one was too harsh because this was supposed to be a satire. It was just a satire badly executed. Badly done. Because like the they, they thought it wasn't supposed to be a satire. And if you don't think it's a satire, it's going to be very bad. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. I didn't smell cheese, though. Um, but that one was funny. It was funny. Um, by Tom Duda 1. Just leave it playing and walk out the door. When it is finished, come back home. Your roach problem should be solved. God damn. Other than that, I see no other use for this movie. One oh, out of ten. Oh, shit. You either love it or you hate it. Well, roaches aren't even killed by nukes, so this is a powerful movie. This is a very powerful movie. I mean, they do use a lot of nukes in this movie. They do. Like ten. Ten. Maybe ten nukes is all it takes. My last one for you. 
is by Ethan Gladhill, and this isn't an IMDb review. This is an Amazon, so it's out of five stars, FYI. Okay. This is one of my favorite, and not because it's some cinematographic masterpiece. It is a bad movie, but it is a wonderful bad movie. It's a great movie to watch when you want to see something as ridiculous as moon Nazis. The movie uses some dated political references and quips, but as long as you know a bit about the United States presidential race of 2008, Liz, (laughs) all in all, I can't give it a full five stars, but I have no regrets giving it four stars. Also, apparently this is a dad movie. I was talking with a friend at school about how my dad had watched this terrifically terrible movie about moon Nazis last night. And the guy sitting in front of me turned around and said, oh, did your dad watch Iron Sky last night? His dad had also watched Iron Sky last night. So apparently part of being a dad means watching this movie and forcing your son to watch it and enjoy it with you. Four out of five stars. Devin, you're a dad. Isn't it a dad movie? It is by Peppa the Pig Creators. It is by Peppa the Pig Creators. Uh... You going to show it to Oliver? You know, I might wait a couple years, a few years <laughs> okay. before showing it to Oliver. Because he won't be because he wouldn't be, he, he would wouldn't be, be able to understand the, the political nuances. things. He needs to be at least six, yeah. not five, I'm yeah, sorry. to understand. I'll bring this up with my mom tonight. Oh, perfect. That <laughs> I was born too late for this. Yes, of course. God fucking damn it, mom. Gosh darn you, Crystal. Um, Liz, are you recommending this movie to anyone? Sure. I thought it wasn't awful. It yeah. wasn't awful? It wasn't awful. You who, can... who would you recommend it to, though? Um, Whoever likes moon Nazis. Do you like moon Nazis? That's very Do niche. I like moon Nazis? <laughs> uh, yeah, if I had to rate moon Nazis, they'd be like a one. Wow. But are you recommending this movie to anyone? You know... Yeah, I know exactly the audience who would enjoy this. And I do too. And it's thirty to fifty year old overweight neckbeards <laughs> who who own lifted trucks and hate, you know, who are very hateful when it comes to politics. You got to yeah. be very pro America. Very pro America. They would like moon Nazis. They would like this. Yeah. I'm. So if you're one of the Nazis that tuned in. This is for you. <laughs> this is for you guys. I mean, the Nazis lose in the end. I will, just... I will also recommend it, but like last week with the happening, it's the child's temporary tattoo where I'm not going to fully endorse it and say, go watch this movie now. You've really got to have the niche for satire or pro-America. Yeah, it's not like Cats where I'm saying, don't watch this, it's a waste of your time. I'm and not like Transformers where go fucking watch this right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right meow. Right meow. No, it's like, yeah, give it a watch. See if it's, you know, up your alley. Yeah. 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 That's our show, guys. Um, thanks you to Liz for joining us on this episode as our first guest star. Thank you for having me on your couch today <laughs> did you as have, the first guest star. Did you have fun? I had a blast. Perfect. And I didn't fall asleep. She didn't fall asleep. Did that's the ultimate asleep. goal. That's all that matters. The ultimate. Thank you, Liz. Um, with that, we're going to bid you adieu. Adieu. Um, and we'll or what's s- goodbye in German? I don't remember. I'm such a I don't believe that you were a vice president of German club anymore. You're really letting us down over here. That's too bad. I'll show you my certificate. It's back in Billings. No, I don't have a certificate. I'll show you my yearbook with the German club photo. You don't even know. What's hello in German? Like hello? Hello. Oh, it's hollow, isn't it? With an A instead of an E. Hello. It's just hello? Yeah. There's Hmm. a lot of... Like just in... 
the U in the English language is a lot of different. But yeah, you can wow. just say hello. Okay, they'll get it. But with that, we're gonna say bye. We're gonna we're gonna tune out. All right, bye bye now. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the good, the bad, and the movies. If you like the show, please like and follow us on Anchor and any other podcast sites we are located on. We would love to hear your feedback. So please leave us comments and reviews on our Instagram and Facebook pages at The Good, The Bad, The Movies. We will be back next week to deep dive into more movies. And remember, if it's it's good good and it's bad, it's it's probably probably the movies. movies.